0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Cover 6 Football Podcast. I am your host, Saray Poole. On today's show, I will be breaking down week 7 of the college football season, week 6 of the NFL season, my top three MVP candidates as we are through the first quarter of the NFL season. Want to get into the Washington Redskins situation. Jay Gruden was fired on Monday. He is no longer the head coach. Bill Callahan is the interim coach. Want to get into that. A little Thursday night football preview. Talk about Daniel Jones, what I'm going to expect to see from him. So getting right into it. Thursday night football preview, we have the Giants, we have the Patriots. The Patriots are favored by 17 points. I think they're going to win by more than that. They're the better team, best team in football. I think this game is going to confuse Daniel Jones a lot. I think the defense, they're going to roll out of their mix and things are going to confuse him. Gonna try to make some you know rookie mistakes. If they can get him to do that, you know, which I think is gonna happen anyway, just because he's playing the best defense right now and the best team in football right now. Um, I'm not predicting him to play awful. I'm not predicting him to play great. I think it's gonna just be an OK game. It's gonna be one of those learning games. One of those games he can go back and turn the film on and be like, okay, this is where I messed up. This is what they did. This is what, you know this is what I need to work on. It's gonna be one of those games. You know, that's what it's gonna be. With all the injuries surrounding the Giants right now. They're just not a good team right now, I man. Even with the talent they have, if they were fully healthy, it wouldn't be enough to beat this Patriots team straight up. That's just how it's got. We gotta be honest and that's what it is. So I'm picking the Patriots twins. That, that that will start off our you know, our picks for week six of the season. Steelers at my Chargers, man. We are struggling. We're on not a healthy team. So many guys on IR. You know, our Pounce our center just went on IR, so so many dudes on IR for us right now. I have lost count and track of how many guys are on IR. My, listen, my playoff expectations for this team went out the window a long time ago. We're just not finishing games. We're turning the ball over in the red zone. We're just, and we're hurt, man. And key important guys are hurt. It's just a thing we deal with every year. I talked about it a little bit on the last show, maybe the show before, but The season's not over. Two and three, we could easily win this thing, turn around, be three and three. You know, the Raiders are three and two. Who knows, man? I think the Raiders are the second best team in the division. People were laughing at me when I said I like the draft that they had. I like the offseason they had, you know, minus the Antonio Brown situation. But I think they're doing a good job of building this football team, and it's starting to show. Moving on, the Panthers and the Buccaneers. I'm going to go with Carolina Panthers here. Kyle Allen, Christian McCaffrey, man. This team is better than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Carolina's favored by two and a half points. I believe this game is in London, so it's going to be a very early start time, so make sure you guys are up and wide awake for that game. Seattle Seahawks and the Cleveland Browns, man. The Cleveland Browns are struggling. They got just punched in their mouth against the San Francisco 49ers and just, man, just didn't recover from it. Really, just got hit in the mouth from play one, and it was just over from that. Man, Nick Bosa balled out, did whatever he wanted to do Baker Mayfield does not trust this offensive line. He's still drifting on throws. He's still rushing himself out of the pocket, still belling out. And there's plays with the pockets okay, but he just doesn't trust it all. You know, the offensive line. So he's just naturally just drifting. So that's something he, you know, to, he's got to work on. And the team has to get him some protection. So I will be taking the 4-1 Seahawks in that game. Moving on to the Texans and the Chiefs. I'm going to go with the Chiefs at home, 5-1. I know Mahomes is a little banged up. Maybe the Texans take a page out of the Indianapolis Colts book and run the football. Maybe Carlos Hyde, you know, has 20-25 carries, mixed it up with Duke Johnson. But it's going to be a hell of a quarterback matchup, man. Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes. I still think it's crazy to think that Mitchell Trubisky was drafted ahead of both of these young stud quarterbacks. These dudes look to be improving, and Mitchell Trubisky not so much. That's something to look forward to in this game. Because if these two young quarterbacks come in and light it up, which I'm predicting them to do, and then whenever Trubisky comes back from injury, and he doesn't, you know, do the same as these other guys that were drafted after him, it's, you know, it's time to have a serious conversation. If it's, you know, if it's time for them to move in another direction at quarterback, because it's year three, I believe, you know, and he's not improving. He's regressing. He's still missing throws. He's still not making the right decisions. So that's something to look forward to. Redskins and Dolphins, man, this is going to be a terrible football game. 0 and 5, Washington going into 0 4, Miami. Miami is tanking and they seriously are having contention for who's going to have the number one pick. And they better hope they can figure out how to do it because the Bengals are, undefe- you know, they're not winning right now. They're 0-5. The Jets are winless. The Dolphins are winless. And the Redskins. So Washington wins this game. OK, they're 1-5. The Dolphins are 0-5. If the Dolphins win, they're 0-5. And the Redskins are 0-6. Eventually it'll all be sorted out because they all play 16 games. But I think the Dolphins, if they seriously are tanking and they're seriously tanking for Tua, they got to find a way to lose this game. It's just seriously how it has to be. I'm going to pick the Washington Reds because I think they're the better team right now. Um, but I know there's a lot of stuff surrounding them, but overall on paper, just even what I've seen this year, they're a better team than the Dolphins. Eagles and Vikings, I think this is going to be, a, I won't say surprising, but I think it's going to be a really good game. And Kirk Cousins, you know, looks like he has a point to prove It is, you know, receivers saying they're happy now after the performance they put on last week, but Against this Eagles secondary, this Eagles defense, who looked pretty sharp against the Jets last week. I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles on the road and prove to 4-2. Saints at Jaguars. Man, the Jaguars are favored by one point. I thought that was a little interesting. I'm going to take the Saints here Bridgewater lit up the Buccaneers last week. I'm expecting him to have another good game against this Jaguars defense. There are rumors saying that Ramsey might play, so he may be covering Michael Thomas. That would be another great matchup to look forward to. Bengals and Ravens. I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens at home. This is another winless Bengals team. who could have had their first win last week but they choked it away. Um I think Baltimore improves the 4 and 2 to continue to lead the division. They're the better team, got the better quarterback, you know, it's so overall just playing better football right now. I think they can uh, I think they're a playoff team. So I think that's something the Bengals man, I don't know. The Bengals are weird. They didn't come into the season thinking they were going to be on 5. And nobody thought they'd be a playoff team, but nobody thought they'd be on 5, okay? So you got to find a meeting of who you want to be now. You know, if you want to just keep tanking and, you know, get that pick, you know, get your quarterback of the future. And, you know, Zach Taylor's your new head coach. I'm pretty sure the leash is not short. They'll give him a few years to get his quarterback in, as you know, quarterback of the future in, improve the team, work around him, get all that good stuff. So we'll see what happens there. But I'm going to take the Ravens. 49ers are around. Their 49ers are looking good, man. I'm not sold on Jimmy G just yet, man. When When they ran the ball the way they ran last week, the defense played the way they played. Your quarterback doesn't have to do much. And when he did, you know, when they did try to open up a playbook and throw a little bit, you still see him on his mechanics, missing a couple throws, you know, not placing the ball in the right places it needs to be placed in. I think I think the 49ers are going to win this game. I think I think they're going to improve to 5-0. and The Rams are 3-2 and right now. Um, I don't know. I'm just – something about the Rams, man, I just don't see it. You know, I don't see that same team we've seen last year that made the Super Bowl. And, that's, you know, maybe it's Gurley not being, you know, 100% healthy. Maybe it's because they're not, you know – they're not really setting up the play action with the run game like they normally do. You know, if, if for whatever reason, girl, he can't carry the rock, you know, 20, 25 times a game. If he's not 100% healthy, man, sit him out, man. If he can't play, dude, if he's not, you know, if he's compromised in whatever way, if he's not fully healthy, don't, don't play him, you know. So that's something they may have to think about. But I'm going to take the 49ers here. Falcons and Cardinals. I'm going to take Atlanta. Both these teams are playing horrible, which the Falcons are surprising because there's so much talent on this Falcons roster, and they just can't put anything together. I think this is the week they get their second win of the year two and prove to 2-4. and Going on to the Tennessee Titans and the Denver Broncos. I'm going to take the Denver Broncos in this game. I think that win against the Chargers last week gave them a little bit of confidence boost. Um, listen, the Titans are a, an- another average team, 2-3, and three, but I think they're going to take a page out of the Jaguars' playbook and just give the ball to Derek Henry almost 30 times a game. Run the ball down their throats, see if you can stop it, and then they're going to sell out for the run, and that's when Mariota can you know, play action. Maybe take one deep shot to AJ Brown, a screen, a slant, a post—you know, something like that. You know, Mariota's is not the ultimate risk taker, so we'll see what kind of game is called. But I'm well, going to take the Denver Broncos at home. They are favored by two. That's my pick. Moving on to the Cowboys and Jets. I think this is going to be a blowout, man. I think this is a comeout game for Zeke. I think he goes crazy and rush for over 100 yards. What I'm This is what I'm predicting. Um. Again, a Cowboys could use a confidence boost to win this game improve the four and two of the Jets, running their third string quarterback. Man, the team actually, I believe Sam Darnold is going to return this game, so we'll see what kind of game is called with the offense. But I think their tight end Herndon is out. Um, still got Le'Veon Bell, man. So I think Le'Veon Bell there. So they just got to find out what this team has at this point because they're not making the playoffs. Oh, and four statistically, you know, start the season, oh, four, you're not making the playoffs. Nobody expected them to make the playoffs. So, you know, this rate, play hard, play tough, earn the top 10 pick, and just continue to improve around Sam Darnold. Going on to the Detroit Lions and the Grand Bay Packers, the Lions have played everybody tough so far. I think they're better than what we thought they would be. And that's surprising a lot of people. I'm not predicting them to win this game. I'm going to go with Green Bay at home. I think that le- that win against the Cowboys opened a lot of people's eyes, man. I love a lot of people, the offense wasn't playing great. But when you're able to run the football the way they were able to run the ball against the Cowboys defense, imagine what can happen against the Lions defense. You never know. The Lions defense is also good. You know, run games also good. You know, not, they're not giving up a lot of ground, you know, yards on the ground. So we'll see. But I think LaFleur, man, he's still trying to figure out, you know, how to get this offense up and rolling. They're just playing okay. They're not playing great which is kind of surprising with Aaron Rodgers. But I think at some point this season, they'll get it rolling. But all right, I'm, I am going to take the Patriots. I'm not excuse me, not the Patriots, the Packers in that game. Moving on to my week seven college football picks. Tonight, Syracuse, NC State. I'm going to take Syracuse. Um, I think, uh, nah, I'm not, I don't have any faith in that pick. I'm going to go NC State. I'm taking NC State. Final answer is NC State. But, there. I've seen both teams play. NC State's the better team. I don't know it's just something about Syracuse that made me want to pick them. But I'm going to go NC State here. University Louisiana Monroe versus Texas State. I'm going to take University Louisiana Monroe. App State and Louisiana. The Raging Cajuns. That was Wednesday. App State got the win there. My Canes are at home tomorrow night, 6 p.m. I'm choosing against my Canes, man. I'm going Virginia. We're not a good team. And the performance we put on against Virginia Tech was just bad. Just Oh, we're just bad, man. I'm going to, I'm going to go with Virginia. And it hurts me to the soul to choose the opposing team, but I'm going to go Virginia. Colorado State, New Mexico. I'm going to take CSU. I think they get their second win of the season here. CU at Oregon. I think this is going to be a closer game than some expect, but I'm going to take Oregon. I know CU's not great, but I, I don't know, man. I'm not sold on Oregon just yet. Another 4-1 should be undefeated, but I, I think... Oregon's 21-point favorites. I don't see them winning this game by 21. I just don't. Moving on to South Carolina at Georgia. I'm going to take Georgia to improve to 6-0. Oklahoma, Texas. This is one of the games I'm super excited to see the Red River rivalry. I'm going to take Jalen Hurts and the Sooners here. Moving on to Michigan and Illinois. I'm going to take Michigan. This is going to be a blowout, in my opinion. Michigan is probably going to win by 20-plus. Memphis and Temple, man, this is going to be a surprisingly good game. Temple's four and one. Memphis is five and zero. I'm going to take the Memphis Tigers here to improve to six and zero. Maryland at Purdue. I'm going to take Maryland. Anthony McFarlane, Purdue one and four. Maryland three and two. I think they're going to win. The three and a half point favorites. It'd be a close game, but i want to take Maryland in this game. Mississippi State at Tennessee. I'm taking Mississippi State. They're the better team. You are what your record says. You are Tennessee is one and four. Excuse me. And Mississippi State's clearly the better team, so I'm going there. Rutgers, Indiana. I'm taking Indiana to improve to four and two. Rutgers again is not a good team. Indiana is favored by twenty-seven point, twenty-seven and a half points here. Miami of Ohio, Western Michigan. I'm going to take Western Michigan at home to improve to four and three. Toledo, four and one at one and four Bowling Green. I'm taking Toledo to improve to five and one. Georgia Tech at Duke. Georgia Tech is not good. I talked about this, I think, a couple shows ago. They don't have the personnel to run the offense they want to run just yet. A lot of guys that were recruited there are you know, there to run the triple option, so I'm going to go with Duke to improve to 4-2. Ball State at Eastern Michigan. I'm taking Eastern Michigan at home to improve to 4-2 there. Old Dominion at Marshall. I'm going to take Marshall to improve to 3-3. Three three. Old Dominion will drop to 1-5 and five in, my, in my prediction. New Mexico State at Central Michigan. I'm going to take Central Michigan. New Mexico State is 0-6. They are bad football team and Central Michigan is only favored by 10. I think they're going to win bigger than 10, you know, in my opinion. Alabama, Texas and M, Alabama's favored by 17. I was before I even looked at that, I was going to say that's my prediction for them to win by 17 points. proof is six you know to six and oh I think this game's going to be early, close early in the first quarter and Alabama will you know, begin to take over Our offense will start to do what they do. Florida State at Clemson. Clemson's favorited by 27 points. Florida State's not good, but they are three and two. Clemson's the better talented team, and they're on the road at Clemson. I think this thing's gonna get ugly later on, second, third quarters, when Clemson starts to run away with this thing. In my opinion, Michigan State at Wisconsin, another game I'm excited to watch. Can the Michigan State defense stop this Wisconsin run game? Can you stack the box and stop Jonathan Taylor? They're going to run the ball 25, 30 times a game. Man, gotta learn how to stop it. I'm taking Wisconsin at home to improve to six and zero. Washington State. Arizona State. I'm gonna take Washington State in this game. I know Arizona State's, you know, 18th team in the country, five and one. I'm gonna take Washington State here. I think that they're the better team. Um I don't know, man. I'm just not sold in Arizona State. I just I'm just not. I know the win against Cal was big for them and the win against Michigan State. You know what? Yeah, I'm bouncing off my pick. I'm gonna take Arizona State. Now that I go back and look at the resume, who they've beaten, what why, how Washington State's gotten beaten those last two, you now those two losses they have. It'll be smart to take Arizona State. I'm taking Arizona State. I think it's going to be close, but I'm going. To, I'll, I'll take Herman Edwards and then Arizona State. Cincinnati to Houston. Houston is just not good, man. I'm taking Cincinnati to improve to five and one here. BYU at South Florida. I'm going to take BYU on the road. They're favored by five and a half points. Both teams are two and three. I think BYU improves to three and three. Kent State at Akron. Kent State is oh. am not. Excuse me. Akron is zero and five. Kent State is two and three. Favored by fourteen and a half points. I'm imagine that being a little higher, but I'm gonna take Kent State in this game. Northern Illinois and Ohio and man, NIU 1-4, just not good in the Mac this year. Ohio is okay. They're two and three. I'm gonna take Ohio at home. Yukon and Tulane. I'm taking Tulane to improve to five and one. Yukon's gonna to drop to one and five. Texas taking Baylor. I'm taking Baylor, man. They're 5-0, the 22-22nd team in the country. They keep piling on some wins, man. Who knows what could be said about this, this this Baylor team. So that's my pick there. San Jose State and Nevada. I'm going to take Nevada in this game. favored by three points. You know, I don't know. This game could go either way. I would be surprised if either one of these teams wanted to close them, but my pick is Nevada. UNLV and Vanderbilt. Oh god, UNLV is bad. Vanderbilt is bad. But I'm gonna take Vanderbilt. The SEC play is gonna pay off for them. UNLV is just not a good football team. I think they're gonna win big against UNLV, be a good confidence booster for them. Iowa State at West Virginia. I'm going to take Iowa State. They're both three and two here, but I think Iowa State's the better team. Virginia Tech plays Rhode Island. I'm gonna take Virginia Tech favoriteed by 25 and a half points. Rhode Island's one and four. Virginia Tech's coming off that close win against Miami. They're gonna to improve to four and two. Middle Tennessee against Florida Atlantic University. I'm gonna take Florida Atlantic University. They're gonna to improve to four and two. Middle Tennessee just isn't up for the task. They don't have the athletes, you know, to compete with this with this team. Georgia State Coastal Carolina. I'm going to take Coastal Carolina at home. They're the to, to four-and-two. Alabama Birmingham Texas, San Antonio. I'm going to take UAB, man. They're 4-1 right now, which is surprising to me. I know they don't play the hardest schedule, but when you're 4-1, you know, you are, again, you are what your record says you are. So I'm taking UAB. Army in Western Kentucky. Hey, I'm taking Army in this game. I think they're going to control the clock, run the hell out of the football 40, 50 times a game, maybe throw one pass. I'm taking Army in a close one. UMass, Louisiana Tech. UMass is not good. Louisiana Tech is favored by 32 points. I'm taking Louisiana Tech to improve to 5-1 at home. North Texas at Southern Mississippi. I'm going to take Southern Mississippi. Mason fine quarterback for North Texas. I haven't heard a lot about him this year. When it comes into the season, thought he'd be you know, an, an interesting you know, quarterback to talk. But if you haven't seen him play, go watch him play. He's a pretty solid quarterback. I'm taking Southern Miss in that game. Fresno State at Air Force. I'm going to take Air Force in this game. They're going to improve to 4-2 at home. Ole Miss at Missouri. I'm taking Missouri, man. They're favored by 12.5 points. But Ole Miss is average. Mizzou has that one terrible loss to Wyoming. Other than that, they'd be undefeated right now, maybe even ranked. Who knows? Charlotte at FIU. I'm going to take FIU here. favored by five and a half points. They are the better team. Charlotte doesn't play the competition FIU plays. Not saying that FIU plays you know, a ton of talent, but they play better teams than Charlotte does. So I'm taking FIU at home there. USC, Notre Dame, primetime night TV, man. I'm taking Notre Dame. I think it's Going to be a close game. I don't I don't think it's going to be like, oh, game-winning field goal close. But, like, Notre Dame's going to win by maybe 10 to 13 points is my prediction. Penn State at Iowa, man, this game is always good. It was great last year. I'm taking Penn State on the road. I think their offense is going to be too much. I don't think Iowa can keep up and put up enough points. So that's going to be a top-20 matchup. They're 10, Penn State, and 17 Iowa. That's going to be huge. Penn State is 3.5-point favorite, so I will see how close that game ends up being. Louisville at Wake Forest, I'm taking Wake Forest. Their quarterback, man, I can't remember the young man's name, but best kept secret in college football. The kid is balling. If you haven't seen Wake Forest play, tune in this weekend. Their quarterback can play. Nebraska, Minnesota, I'm taking Minnesota at home. 5-0, they get a win against this 4-2 Nebraska team to improve to 6-0. And can we get Minnesota ranked? If they go 6-0, man, can they get in the top 25, please? Arkansas, Kentucky, two SEC teams I could care less to watch, but I'm going to take Kentucky in this game. Navy and Tulsa. Oh man, I don't know who to take, man. I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go Tulsa in this game. They're at home. I think they're gonna get a win here to improve the three and three. Florida and LSU, man, The game I'm most excited to watch this weekend. Two great teams, two top ten teams. You got seven Florida on the road going into Baton Rouge to play LSU, and I think that's the reason they lose. I don't think they can go into this LSU environment and win this game. I'm taking Joe Burrow and the LSU Tigers. Utah the 15th 15th-ranked team against a 2-3 Oregon State squad. I'm taking Utah. Hawaii at Boise State. 4-1 Hawaii against 5-0 Boise State. I'm going to take Boise. I think this is going to be a really good game. Wyoming and San Diego State. I'm taking San Diego State. Both teams are 4-1 and there. Washington at Arizona. Washington's 4-2 and against a 4-1 and Arizona team. I'm going to take Arizona on the road here. Those are my Week 6 college football. Excuse me, Week 7 college football picks. So moving on to my MVP candidates, man, I think we have to go here. Number one, Patrick Mahomes, over 1,800 passing yards, man, 1,831 yards, 11 touchdowns, no interceptions, 9.5 yards per attempt. He's having a hell of a year. Number two, it's got to be Russell Wilson, 1,409 passing yards, 12 touchdowns, no interceptions, a QB rating of 126.3. Christian McCaffrey, 587 rushing yards, six rushing touchdowns, 31 catches, 279 receiving yards, and one touchdown, averaging 117.4 rushing yards a game. He is his Carolina Panthers offense. Everything goes through him, and it will continue to be that way, in my opinion. Moving on, man, those are my top three MVP candidates right now through the first quarter of the season. Moving on to my uh Washington Redskins situation. John, not John Gruden, excuse me. Jay Gruden is fired. He is out of there as the Washington Redskins head coach. He was 35 and 49 his six years there at Washington. A very mediocre record, one playoff appearance, which resulted in a loss. Um, They just were going in the wrong direction, man. Dan Snyder is not the greatest owner. I'm not a fan of Dan Snyder. A lot of people are not a fan of Dan Snyder. Um, They're kind of limited in who they can find as their head coach because you have to find a guy who likes Dwayne Haskins so you can come in and work with him. So they're kind of limiting themselves to who they can find once they're searching for their head coach. I think the best way they can develop Dwight Haskins is, man, they got to do these three things here. Got to get a good play caller like the Chiefs have with Mahomes, like McVeigh and Goff, Peterson and Wentz, Kellen Moore um, and Doug Prescott. Number two, you got to have protection. You got to have a good offensive line. Have a good offensive line that Oscar can protect, but help get the run game going so you're not a one dimensional team. Well, having a run game helps a young quarterback. You know, that helps his, you know, makes his job a lot easier. And three you got to have some weapons around him got to get some playmakers he can spread the ball get some guys open guys who can make things easier for him i think the most important thing in this thing here is a good play caller if you can have a guy who can scheme stuff open i think it works out because he's not always throwing in a tight window he's scheming guys open doesn't have to make the hardest decision all the time playing quarterback is going to come with hard decisions you're going to have to make tight throws at some point but you know you want a guy who can help make just make your job as easy as possible to Benny, me and Andy Reid do with the Chiefs, man. I talked about Goff and McVay. I talked about Peterson and Wentz. You know, just those things like that. And just an interesting, an interesting thing I was thinking of was at one point the Redskins had Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, and Matt Lafleur all on their team, man. And, you know, not on their team, but all, on their their staff. So one of those three guys who are all good head coaches now, Matt Lafleur, the jury, you know, the jury still out on him, but. McVeigh and Shanahan dude for sure but you could have had you know three of these candidates been you know to be one of your head coach one of these guys could have been your head coach seriously I don't know what what they didn't see in these guys give them an opportunity and obviously other teams did and it's worked out for them so good for him I is going to end today's show you guys I want to thank you for sitting in with me on the cover six football podcast and I will see you guys next time